I was dealing with these chronic headaches this past year. And I've dealt with headaches before, but this was freaking me out because I could not get rid of it. It was like a headache every day for two months. And I was concerned. So I talked to my doctor. My doctor's like, look, most likely, I think this is burnout, stress, muscular tension, that kind of a thing. But since it has been going on for a couple of months, let's just do an MRI scan of your brain and let's eliminate anything serious and then move from there. So I scheduled an MRI of my brain. Come along with me on this journey, find out what happens and what I found out after the music. You're listening to 7-Minute Stories with Aaron Califato. This is Season 4. When I showed up to the MRI, there was a part of me that was calm. And then there's another part of me that was an absolute wreck. I'm walking to the gallows. In my mind, I had gotten to this point. I'm saying my goodbyes. It had been two months, and I just worried too much. And I gave too much credence to the fear that there was really something catastrophic. So that's a state I was in kind of staring off into the distance at this test. And I go over to the registration desk. The guy calls me in and he starts talking to me and I just want this process to move along, but he's kind of going through all the questions. I'm going, "Uh uh-huh, uh-huh. And then he starts talking about ramen noodles. He told me about a new ramen noodle bar that was opening just down the street and how he ate too much for lunch and how he missed living in Japan and going to his favorite noodle bar there and the life he used to live there. But now he's here. And he did remind me to not go to this noodle bar the first two weeks that it opens because you can't judge a noodle bar based on the first two weeks because it's a soft open. Go a month from now and then check back with him. I thought, okay, I probably won't, but I appreciate the information. But I did realize I was starving because I didn't eat anything before I came to this test. Before I could ask him what dish he recommends the most, the MRI lady comes out really nice, greets me, and starts walking me down this long hallway. It's poetic. Just this long hallway. And she's talking the whole time. She's giving me instructions. I'm not hearing a word she's saying. Because at this point, I am like out of my mind scared. I'm trying not to show it. I'm just nodding, uh huh, uh huh. And I just hear, wah, 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 wah. It's like the Charlie Brown teacher, wah, 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 wah. I'm looking around. I'm seeing all the machines. Lights are really bright. We end up almost in this locker room. She goes, Go ahead, take off your coat, all this kind of stuff. Take off your chain. I have a St. Christopher chain. I kiss it. I hang it up. It felt very almost like sacramental. I'm sort of just shedding off my clothes, except my t-shirt and my jeans. And I'm walking out without my phone, no way to connect with people. And she walks me into the room. And the next thing she says is, are you claustrophobic? I said, a little bit. She goes, oh, well, we'll see how this goes. I said, what do you mean? She goes, well, we're going to put a cage around your head for about 15 minutes. Oh boy. I said, a cage? I thought I was just going through the tube. She goes, no, it's a tube and a cage. I said, so it's a tube and you're in a cage in the tube. She goes, yeah. I said, okay, can you just hold my hand for a second? She was so sweet, so kind. She goes, sure. She she holds my hand and I'm sitting down on the, on the table where they're about to kind of roll me in. 
and I say a quick prayer. And I know I have to do this test because I can't wait any longer. I just need to know. It's the ambiguity. That's the thing. I'm okay with knowing. I can handle it. I could do whatever. Whatever it is, I'll walk through it. I just can't not know anymore. It's killing me. So I say a quick prayer. She presses a button. It rolls me into the tube. I have a help button in my right hand. I have a cage over my face, but I can still see. I can sense the darkness. It's getting tight. I can hear the hum of the machine. And all I can think about is the story I've been trying to write about a guy who finds himself floating in the void of space like this in a tube. And he finds out that he's not even a guy. He's just artificial intelligence that a dying civilization sent into the void of space with the hope of existence in the future. I'm thinking, why the hell am I even thinking this? All I can hear in my head is ground control to Major Tom. And then in reality, I hear, can you hear me? It's the lady. And I said, oh my God, it's so good to hear your voice. She said, what kind of music would you like to listen to? I said, can we just talk the whole time? She goes, no, I have to run the test, but I'm there if you need me. Press that help button if it's an emergency. I'm thinking to myself, don't press the help button at any cost to make a scene. I said, what do you got on the radio? She goes, we have serious radio. I said, hmm. And I'm thinking about this station spa, which usually has calming music. I said, why don't you hit me up with some spa? She goes, coming right up. The music starts and then begins to, I swear to God, progress into this aggressive thumping, the sounds of jungle animals, warring orangutans, fighting tigers and jaguars, screeching. It was like some sort of animalistic war as the volume got higher and higher and higher. And I can feel the MRI machine shaking. My head is getting hot. My head is starting to hurt. I'm thinking, oh no, it's detected something terrible. I hit the help button, help. I said, turn off the music, turn off the music. She goes, what, what, what do you need? What, what can I do? I said, anything but this station. She goes, well, how about contemporary Christian? I said, anything. And at this point, I don't even hear any music. Just the sound of my own prayer and all the good things start coming into my head. The memories, wife, kids, the things I love. You know, the memories that you don't share with anybody, not on a podcast, the ones you hold so dear that you use them to fuel you through everything that might come your way. I was surrounded by that. And I had this sense that I was sort of protected in this cocoon. Now the tube wasn't a trap. It was something protective. Time sort of evaporated. And I felt calm, present, at peace with whatever Next thing I know, I'm standing in front of the lady. I'm a little dizzy. She gives me a bottle of water. She said, you did great. I said, really? She goes, you did great. She was awesome. Go to the locker, get all my stuff back on, and I enter the world. A day later, I get a notification with the results. Sitting at the kitchen table with Corey, I can't even read them. I'm nervous. I said, you read them. Tell me. She's looking through. I said, what is it? What is it? She goes, clean scan. Brain's fine. Except, I said, what? What? They did find something, and it was what everybody thought it was. Muscle inflammation in my jaw and my neck, muscle tension, tension headaches. You know, the thing that everybody suspected, <laughs> except me. And something I didn't know, which is something called bruxism. Apparently, I'm grinding my teeth without even knowing it at night. Since then, the headaches have been reduced. I'm moving forward, and I feel so freaking grateful and renewed in this new year. Something else hit me too. Just this thought of how many people came before me, and even now, who don't have access, 
who didn't have access to any test to provide any clarity on their health. The circumstances for them is just living with the ambiguity of whatever challenge they're facing and living through that until it resolves itself however it resolves itself. And just what kind of strength and fortitude and faith that must require and how I'm not even on that level and I can only hope and strive to be more like that. Corey said, well, what do you want to do next? Took a deep breath. I said, well, I'm hungry. Are you hungry? She goes, I could eat. I said, well, I heard there's this new noodle bar, rave reviews, but we should probably wait a couple weeks because you never want to go to a noodle bar in the first two weeks during the soft open. Seven Minute Stories is created and performed by Aaron Califato. Our senior audio engineer is Ken Went. Our resident artist is Pete Whitehead. Original music by TJ Duke. If you or your company needs help starting a podcast, Aaron and Ken's company, Valley View, does just that. Reach out to them at valleyview.fm. Special thanks to our partners at Evergreen Podcasts, and I'm Corey Burse. Make sure to tune in next week for another story.